Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Building Livewire Podcast. Today's episode is about ripoffs. Um, and you get my morning voice. This podcast should be called Caleb's Morning Voice. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about ripoffs. Um, this is stemming from the Windy CSS drama on Twitter. There's a project that uses all of Tailwind's API. So this project, if you use it, you are using, you know, rounded hyphen full <laughs> in your in your HTML. You're using Tailwind, um, but it's called Windy. So that's a little ridiculous in my opinion. And uh, but the, they 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 did something that Tailwind didn't do. They offered a compiler that uh, offered some distinct feature benefits and also made it much faster than Tailwind's. Tailwind's compiler wasn't super fast. Um, so whatever, Adam offered to collaborate with them on it. Um, they didn't want to do that. And so Adam made his own and now everybody's mad <laughs> about it. And I think it's ridiculous. And the problem is that this person is spreading lies that, you know, Adam like had a call with them and, and like basically like stole the, stole the inner workings of it and just whatever. It's really stupid. Cause if you know, Adam, you know, he's like 10 times smarter than everybody else. Um, at least 10 times smarter than me. So, uh, whatever. Okay. Um, but we're going to talk about ripoffs because this is the big thing that I keep running across and I'm trying to figure out what are my opinions on ripping off on, on copying on remixing, call it whatever you want. There's so many blurry lines, especially with open source, obviously, cause I've been talking about it in this podcast and I've been talking about it on no plans to merge. And I need to keep talking about it because I feel like we need to really figure some things out here. Like I need, at least I need to have some opinions and it's kind of hard sometimes because a lot of my opinions come from my gut reaction, which is not great, um, but but it's true. So so in this case, I'm full like, oh my gosh, like these windy CSS jokers, they they sit there and they, they sit on top of the mountain of gold that is Adam's innovation on Tailwind. The, the gold, the real, the value of Tailwind is the utility classes. So hearing people say like, oh, well, yeah, they use the same, like, it's more like a DSL. They use the same API, but like, you know, they offer all the whatever. No, that is BS. The reason people use Tailwind is because of those damn utility classes are so saucy and delicious. That's that's the value of it and the amount of thought that goes into something like that. As somebody who creates his own projects and works on APIs, you know how these decisions are insanely difficult and they take so much time and there's so many trade-offs and landing on them is hugely valuable. So it's like if 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 Wendy like copied Tailwind's source code Everybody would be like, yeah, that's a ripoff. But because they copied the API, it's different. I think that's a subtle, a subtle difference. It's like, it's almost like there's this idea that API is not proprietary or it's not, you can't own an API. Like if you come up with an API, it's now just out there to be used. And now admittedly, I am playing a part in this story with Alpine. Alpine's API is mostly a copy of Vue's API with some innovations here and there. Um, and I basically used Vue. I used the things I liked as inspiration and I innovated on them. I added X data that doesn't exist in Vue. I added like modif I went heavy on the modifiers, X transition. Like it's a distinct new framework. I didn't like, you know, whatever, but, but I would be a bold faced liar if I said that, that it's completely original. It's totally not. Um, but you know, then you could say the same thing about Vue, like V model, that's NG model and angular, like V4, that's NG4 and angular. So whatever, like this is how innovation works. You're remixing other innovations and I get that, but it's when, it's when something feels like a copy, like somebody took, 
everything, all of the work of somebody else and changed something or added something small and then rebrands it as their own and tries to get buy-in on it. Like that just irks me. Somebody did that with Alpine once. Uh, admittedly, they didn't know they were doing something wrong. I talked to them and they took it down. But they created a project that was a direct Alpine competitor that was basically Alpine, just with a few tweaks of things like, just a few small things that that person wanted in Alpine and that I wasn't necessarily ready for. Um, they're, you know, for them, it's like, oh my gosh, so much easier. It's exciting to build projects. It's exciting to own stuff, name stuff, brand stuff. I'll make my own thing. I could build Alpine. I watched Caleb's, you know, uh, Laracasts on how to build Alpine, you know? I showed you how to build Alpine. You could build your own Alpine and, you know, and do your own little tweaks and brand it as your own. It's all legal with open source. It's fine. But to me, it felt like a ripoff and it irked me and made me so frustrated because of how much freaking work I put into it, how many hours I spent sweating over small details. And then somebody thinks that they can just like, oh yeah, I'll just like create my own copy and work on it, whatever. So that so as the maintainer of something, you're like, you feel two things. One, you feel like, okay, yeah, sure, you can sit there and innovate on this little piece because you're not spending time maintaining a popular framework that people, you know, rely on. And I can't like just drastically change because I'll cause all these breaking changes. You know, there's this responsibility to being the person whose, whose apps run on your thing and maintaining it and fixing bugs and all of those things, all of the non-pretty things. And then somebody else can sit there and we've talked about this. They can create uh, adjacent features. They can innovate on specific parts because that's 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 whatever. And it's all fine until like that person wants wants ownership of a direct competitor that is largely like mostly built off the other thing. So when I see this situation, I'm like, screw those guys, you know, um, like that's not cool. So, but. Here's some other thoughts. Like, let's think about the bigger picture. By the way, this is just going to be a rant. I'm not really going to have anything constructive here. But, like, think about Preact. Preact is a package, literally. So, which I never had. I never thought Preact, a ripoff of React. Those guys, they're so derivative. Like, I just thought, like, oh, yeah, Preact, a lightweight React alternative, <laughs> you know? But literally now, if I if I use this new lens and I go to the Preact homepage, preactjs.com, here's the, ta the tagline, fast three kilobyte alternative to react with the same modern API. <laughs> it's like they, they couldn't be more proud of their ripoff, you know? And it's like, and nobody's pissed about this. At least I don't know that they are. I don't know that, that the people behind react aren't like those freaking preact guys sitting on there, whatever, you know, I, it's weird. And I think there's so many different things that so many different dynamics that make every situation unique. Like react isn't just one person's, baby, although I'm sure at different times it has been. Um, it's really tough. I think that matters. I think like, I feel like Alpine's my baby. I know Adam feels like Tailwind is his because it is. And so when somebody takes your baby and, and changes something about it and treats it like this big monster thing that has the high ground and can't be taken down and is beyond, uh, you know, whatever, calls himself the underdog, like it's silliness. So, so I'm thinking of other examples. Like what if a bootstrap alternative emerged that you know, that was just like had a faster compiler or had, I don't know, two other features or something. It was called like schmoot strap or just like booty or something. <laughs> booty. That's really funny. Um, how would we feel about it? How would I feel about it? I think, I think I would consider that a ripoff and I'm trying to figure out how to think about this. I'm literally watching TV two days ago and there's a commercial by McDonald's about their new chicken sandwich. And what is this chicken sandwich? It's got buns, fried chicken patty and pickles. 
What does that sound like, folks? I don't know if you have uh, Chick-fil-A where you are, but that is Chick-fil-A's like flagship thing. That's their innovation in food. And let me tell you, it doesn't sound like much, but it is a damn innovation once you taste it. And their uh, Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich comes in this like tin foil wrap, um, wrap bag. And what is McDonald's doing with their chicken sandwich? They're putting in a tinfoil wrap bag. I'm looking at this and I want to throw the remote at the, the TV. Like, how is this possible? These people are just like bold face ripping someone else off. And to me, that is deplorable. That's like the most immoral thing ever. I can't believe it. I'm watching this and I'm going, you guys are like jerks. You guys are low lives. To call me out. Am I wrong here? And then I'm thinking of like, what about, you know, I don't know. We've heard the story of the mouse, like Xerox invented the mouse. Didn't Steve Jobs like steal the mouse? We're not mad at Steve Jobs. Didn't like Windows steal the desktop concept from Mac? I don't remember. But like this stuff happens all the time. What about SQLite? What about Postgres? Are those ripoffs of, of, of SQL? You know, what about that? Uh, who is, there's so many remixes of this, of this SQL language it's like, did somebody innovate on that? And is that person like royally pissed that everybody's stealing it? What about LiveWire and LiveView? Like is LiveWire a ripoff of Phoenix LiveView? Is Pest a ripoff of Jest? I think there are, there's every situation is unique. Nobody gets mad at LiveWire for ripping off LiveView because it's a totally different ecosystem. Aside from it being a completely different API and on inner workings and concept, you know, it's totally, again, it's inspired. It's, there's this fine line between inspiration and ripping off. And the only thing I can take away from this is, you know it when you see it. You know a ripoff when you see it. Ah, super tough. Super tough. Preact? By this definition, preact is a ripoff of react. I don't know why I didn't know it when I saw it. And I, I, no one's mad about it, so I don't have to be mad. I'm not mad about it. But, but it is. And Wendy's a ripoff of Tailwind. And the McDonald's sandwich is a ripoff of the Chick-fil-A sandwich. And there you go. And I, I bet we could say that numbers in the Mac app is a ripoff of Microsoft Excel. Isn't Google Sheets a ripoff of Excel? What are we just ripping everybody off? I don't know how to think about this stuff. I would love, you know, it's just weird with open source because we don't have like, we're not patenting things. Yeah. Can you patent an API? Can you patent an innovation? If I could patent an innovation, oh, I'll do part two.